Okay. Abrupt intro ending. Welcome in. It's the John Cast Podcast. It is episode number 77, I think. Welcome into the podcast. I'd like to thank the fine sponsors of this podcast, including me and Julio in Fitchburg. They've got game day specials for the college football and NFL games. You can go check out at me and Julio on Fish Hatchery Road in Madison. Open seven days a week. And those game day specials, you ask? I don't know, $5 classic margaritas, $3 Coors Light pints. Go check out me and Julio. Also brought to you by Ian's Pizza. Ian's Pizza in their State Street location is currently looking for a few cool people to join their front of house team. Customer service focused individuals that love pizza, rad co-workers, and having a good time at work are encouraged to imply. Sounds pretty good. Guaranteed to earn $16 an hour. You can go check out their website, check out their social media for more information. And they've got the black and blue flank steak making its guest appearance in the pizza window for the next two weeks. The black and blue flank steak. That sounds delicious. I've got a promotion going on right now. You can win college football tickets to the November 5th, November 4th. Gosh, I always forget what day November 5th or 4th is. Let me look it up. November 5th, college football game in Madison. I've got four tickets to that plus a $50 gift card to me and Julio. All you have to do is just answer the trivia question I'm going to provide here. It's provided by my buddy Justin from college, uh, whose tickets I'm using. Um, So you're going to answer that. Write down your answer in the social media post on either Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you get all these three uh, correct questions, starting with the last episode, this episode, and our next episode, you'll have a spot in our final drawing on October 30th for those tickets on November 5th. So the question is this, what was the previous school that Wisconsin women's head coach Marissa Mosley coached at before coming to Wisconsin? What was the previous school Wisconsin women's basketball coach Marissa Mosley coached at before leading the Wisconsin Badgers? Go answer that on our Twitter or on our Facebook or on the Instagram. And if you answer all three questions correctly, you will be eligible for that final drawing. Okay, enough of that. Let's talk to today's guest. Today's guest was, man, you must have been one of the, uh, you're on like one of the first few episodes of this podcast. He calls Wisconsin men's hockey on the radio and also on television too. I'd like to welcome my former coworker, good buddy, Brian Posick to the John Cast podcast. What's up, BP? Hi, John. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you very much. I Enjoy little the- snowflakes. And, you know, it's it's October. This is great. It's hockey season. It's such a crappy, I, I guess it is hockey season. So from that perspective, yeah, it is pretty good for you. Yeah. But the cold and the snowflakes, I hate it. And you know what? Because I just got back from, I got a booster. Okay. And a flu. I doubled up. I went one in each arm. Flu. Oh, I'm just, oh, oh really? Yeah. Can you and lift so, your arms? How are you feeling? You okay? So far, so good. I, okay. I'm thinking by later tonight, I'm probably going to be able to just go like this high. And what I hate about these shots, absolutely hate, is yeah. that I get a shot to make myself feel sick, essentially. <laughs> I'm going to feel sick today. So this is good sick weather is my whole mm-hmm. point. It's cold and no one's going outside. So I'm going to probably feel sick tonight because of my stupid shots. No, I'm, I'm, I feel badly for you. Hang in there. You'll be all right. You'll yeah. be all right. That's that's part of the, the whole thing, though, right? I, I so. mean, they, they warn you that you could feel ill for a day or two, and then it's supposed to take care of things. So yes. you'll be all right, John. You'll be all right. You look good. You look good. I love the hair pulled back. I mean, you look, you look slick. I finally, after almost three years of having uh, long hair, have yeah. figured out how to do the bun the right way. I don't know that's if I can nice. see it. Yeah. Yeah. It only took about three years, but now before I was just putting it up and whatever. Well, how long? How long does it get? How nah, long? We don't. We the don't need to talk. Bun? I want to see the undone bun. 
No, you no, don't. Not. Come on. No, you don't. Yes, because, I do. I want to see it. Because it looks like, uh, let's see, how could I describe what it looks like? Clay um, it, it looks like I have long hair. It goes down to my shoulders. And if I, if I, so there's a 70s night, I think, coming up at a Wisconsin volleyball match okay. uh, in the future here at the field house. So if I put my hair down, wore like a headband and like a classic rock t shirt, I would totally fit in. I look like a folk singer when it's down. I oh, think. really? Nice. Yeah. Okay. It's like it's Harry Nielsen there. or something like that, right? Like, like who? Harry Nielsen. You've never heard of him? Okay. Who's that? He's a folk singer. Oh, yes, exactly like <laughs> like him. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just growing it out. I'm going to try to donate it at some point. All right. So how much do you spend on product then for your hair? I mean, if Not it's all the way down past your shoulders, I mean, you know. Well, I mean, it's just conditioner and shampoo, okay. right? So that's normal. Yeah. Uh, probably go through more of that than yeah. typically and back in the day. Um, and then you have to buy hair ties, right? Uh, I, oh, yeah. Hair ties. I just stocked up at Target, 10 pack for like three bucks. And these are really high quality ones. Good. And then um, just hairspray. I just hairspray. And okay, why are we talking about my hair? I use this this thing to brush this back so it doesn't stick out. It looks it, it looks good on you, John. It looks good on you. It's a whole routine. It's it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I don't know. So what have you been up to? What are you doing besides Absolutely the hockey? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely no. No, no. I mean, no. Uh, Wisconsin hockey started, so go to the rink every day and uh, watch practice and. They played four games so far. It's been a rough start, but uh, I thought they played uh, their best game so far last Saturday when they lost to St. Cloud, uh, two to one. Just couldn't finish. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, you know, walking my dog a lot. You know, Stanley. Stanley, Stanley's laying down here somewhere. I love that picture. On my birthday, I sat on a tweet that said yeah. people just posted pictures of your pets for my birthday. Yeah. And Stanley's was like one of the, if not the like cutest picture. He's he's the best. He's the best. How many how many uh, pictures did you get? Did you get quite a few? I got I got more than I anticipated. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. people love posting pictures of their pets. And oh, I love yeah. looking at them. Yeah, no, handsome uh, Stanley's a handsome dog. There is yeah. absolutely no doubt about that. Yeah. 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 You watching any TV shows? You keep them um, you know, not really. You know what? Um <laughs> My wife says that too. You know, she knows that I, I don't watch shows, you know? So uh, I watch sports. That's pretty much it. We'll, we'll tune into a Netflix documentary or something like that. Or uh, when my son's around, we're watching, you know, uh, uh, Marvel movies or something like that. But otherwise, I don't, I don't watch a lot of TV. Now, if, if Cheers was still on, I'd watch that every day, you know? But, uh, and I've seen every episode. But, um, you know, I don't, you know... I like my daughter will watch, she's watched The Office, I think, 15 times, like every single episode. And, and she just redid it, you know, a couple of weeks ago where that she's got downtime and she just watches every episode. And, um, but otherwise, no, it's, it's just, it's strictly sports. <laughs> uh, that's funny you brought up The Office because I was going to say, I'm sure you can find Cheers. I'm not sure what platform it's currently streaming yeah, sure on. Yeah. But that's exactly what I do at the office. I did the uh, I do the office every once in a while. I'll just I'll just episode after episode in the background. I just finished Parks and Rec, so I'll go back to the office now on yeah. Peacock, and mm -hmm. uh, I'll just keep watching that. I started watching the Jeffrey Dahmer show on Netflix. How is that? Uh, you know, Postic, I'm here. Let me. Okay, I'm a little apprehensive about watching it, but I I I'm into it now because okay. I didn't I didn't feel like I wanted to support um, entertainment that i don't know it's some i don't think exploit 
adaptation is the right word, but at some level, like they're making money off people's deaths, I guess oh, yeah. is my bottom line. Like people, oh, yeah. real people got murdered in horrific ways. And then they're like, hey, we'll make a cool show out of it. And there's and, an audience for it, John, and you're one of them. And right? I, I stayed off and then I went on it. It's disgusting and gross, but it's it's pretty intriguing. They, okay. They're doing a they they do a, a good job of telling kind of his story and his background, uh -huh. I guess. Um, but I don't know. I, I I wasn't you know around for a lot of the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. I mean, I was, but I was too young to yeah to follow it. So no, I, I I remember it well. I mean, as you know, it, it was sickening and frightening, and uh, you read all the accounts or uh, watch on the news or listen to the radio, and yeah, I don't I don't need to revisit that. I I. Uh, I heard enough. I, I don't need to, to see what type of life he had or, or you know, I, I feel for the victims and their families, but no, no, yeah. I'm not going there, not going there. It's got to make me feel good, John. If I'm going to watch something, I want to feel good. I don't want to sit there and cringe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no, I know exactly what Although you mean. Although watching the Packers on Sunday, <laughs> the Jets, I cringed quite a bit. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I guess, fortunate. I didn't see a lot of the Wisco uh, – Michigan State game, I probably would have cringed a little bit for that too. But uh, no, no, I'd rather, I'd rather watch comedy and sports. Well, let's talk about that cringeworthy Packers performance. You know, going into before this game against the Jets, my feelings about the Packers were: Are we sure the Packers are going to be good this year? And so far, through six games, they're average. Right? They're not. They're not meeting expectations on offense. They're not meeting expectations on defense. So. The way I would kind of describe the Packers is they're obviously below average, but that doesn't mean that throughout the course of the season they can improve because there I am conflicted on one thing, Brian. There are yeah. three losses. Five and one Minnesota. Yep. Uh four and two Giants. Giants. Yeah. And five yep. and uh hold on, let me bring up the NFL. And the Jets. And the Jets. Are four and two, right? Four and two. So anyway, yeah. four and two, five and one, five and one. Are, are the records of the teams they lost to, right? Mm -hmm. So that's that's why I'm a little hesitant because five and one Giants, five and one Packers, thank you, and um, then four and two. Um, who's the other one? Jets. Jets. Yeah, obviously Jets. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Jets so, were good. So, I mean, man, were they they just out physical them. Well, well, how much do you take that into account? That the three teams combined record is fourteen and three overall. It's not like they're losing to bad teams. They're losing to right now. Some of the best teams in the league. Yeah, and two of them were on the road. Well, one was on the road. The other was in London, right? And so, if they flip that London score around, what are we saying about them after this? Are we saying that the season's done? They're four and two. They lost to the Jets. You know, if yeah. they flip that one against the Giants, you got to quality. I don't know. Obviously, you've they're not good. Yeah. Well, you've heard. You know, if, if it's in and uh, ifs and ands were what candy and nuts. If if it's yeah, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, right? No, you can't go there. You can't. They lost. They lost. So they're they're an average team right now. And and you know the way they played offensively, they look below average right now. So that's concerning. When you uh, you know, and I understand with, with the offensive line, they're trying to figure that out still. And, and you know, Bakhtiari appears to be healthy, but Elton Jenkins really struggled. Their interior offensive line uh, appears to be a mess. You know, they, the wide receivers, you lose Devontae Adams. How do you replace that? I think Alan Lazard has done a, a, a decent job for them. Romeo Dobbs, um, I think, can be the, the playmaker that they hope he can be, but he was limited against the Jets. 
Um, and then Randall Cobb goes out with an injury. Uh, you know, one of the bright spots, I think, is Robert Tunyon. You know, we're seeing him uh, reemerge to what he was a couple of years ago before the injury he had last season. So that's that's promising. Um, but, you know, defensively, we, we went into the season thinking they were going to be gangbusters. And, and, you know, for the first half, they held the Jets to three points. But they all, you know, Zach Wilson's their quarterback for Pete's sake. You know, and, and look who, you know, and, and Daniel Jones was the Giants quarterback. And then you had a third stringer for New England uh, that almost beat you, right? Um, it's, uh, the thing is, though, they played six of 17. And if, you know, you look at their schedule, they damn well better beat Washington. But that's first of three in a row on the road. And then you go to Buffalo. What's the likelihood they're going to win in Buffalo against a really good Bills team that played well against the, the Chiefs? Uh, and then you go to Detroit and... Uh, I mentioned the defense before, and, and I know Detroit's been kind of held in check or was um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, can they stop that team? I, I, I don't know. That, that's what's fun about it. You, you don't know what's going to happen each week. So we could be miserable if you're a Packers fan after watching what we watched on Sunday. Or, you know, all right, the next one's coming, and we're all going to be sitting there and tailgating beforehand, having Bloody Marys beforehand. Well, some of us will. Um, and, and preparing like we always do, whether it's now or it was back in the 70s when they weren't that good, you know. So um, I, I'm not going to lose any sleep over them right now because I'm not sold on the Vikings, although they appear to be better. Uh, you know, Chicago's a mess. And, and, and Detroit, it seems like uh, you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, you score 45 one week and, and the next week you're, you know, you're, you're shut out. Um, or whatever they – I think they were shut out by New England, right? So um, the, the division is still wide open. And, and quite honestly, it's, it's like any sport. Get in. Get into the postseason tournament and then, then roll the dice and see where you go from there. All right, a couple of things. Feel better? I mean, I know you're a big Vikings fan. It's all yeah. good, you know, right? That's, that's why I have my Minnesota <laughs> mug here. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. You can I see on Spotify – Actually, they have fewer than Wisconsin, but I just thought I'd make you feel good today. Yeah, fewer lakes. Uh, if you look at the screen right now, uh, Don Meredith once said, according to Google, if it's and butts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Correct. Yes. Yes. So we that's what you're looking for? Yes, that's exactly the quote I'm looking for. I'm, I don't know if he – did he, he – I don't was, think he coined he it. up with that, but – no. But when you listen to him on Monday – he was a treat on Monday Night Football. You're too young for Don Meredith. You never saw him. He right. was, he was, oh my gosh, he was, well, it wasn't Monday Night Football, but it was with Pat Summerall, you know, yeah. uh, the old CBS coverage. They were, they were fun to watch. No, he <laughs> didn't, he didn't coin it, but if, 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 ifs and buts were candy and nuts first right. appeared, according to Google, in an old nursery rhyme, yeah. if wishes were horses. So, okay. I don't, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, back to the Packers. Yeah. So, I think, obviously, there's more ammunition on the side that they're not as good as we thought they sure. should be or were going to be. Right. right. I, I think obviously, like all those reasons you stated, almost lost to a third string quarterback, the games that they actually have lost, granted have been against higher level competition. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. I just, I also feel like there's still time to figure it out. And if you have Aaron Rodgers, I don't know. I think I put my money on Aaron Rodgers figuring out at least something. Now that doesn't stop the defense from doing whatever the defense is going to do, but it kind of leads to the question now at three and three. And yeah. this is the poll question I put out on my Twitter at John Adius radio. Uh, let me pull this up. Uh, boom. There we go. Can you nice. see it? All right. This season, the Packers will win. And my options were less <laughs> than nine games, nine <laughs> to 10, 
or 11 or more. And right now, 56% say less than nine games. That's the, everybody jumping off bridges right now. 38% say nine to 10. 5% say 11 or more. What do you say? I'd say, I would say nine to 10. I'm shooting for a double digit win season. So you got Washington, then at Buffalo, at Detroit, you're home against Dallas, home against Tennessee, right? So um, let's just, for the sake of saying it, that's four and one. So then you're seven and four. Then you go to Philly, and they they're you know they're the only undefeated team left. Um, that's tough. You go to Chicago, you should win that game. The Rams aren't as good as they've been, so they follow the bye week. You go to Miami. Uh, I think. They are better, but I'm not sold on them. And then you have the Vikings and Lions at home. Uh, you know, conceivably, they they could win, you know, seven of their last 11 and get to 10 wins. So I'm going to say nine to 10, thinking 10 at least. Yeah. But yeah. your expectations. I, 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 but the expectations are down because of where they're at right now. And that's, that's right. what it is. What have you done for me lately is, you know, the, the common phrase that you hear. Um, so, so right now I understand where people are and jumping off the cliff and, and complaining about this and that, and what have you, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lose faith yet. You've got the two time reigning MVP. Um, and granted he hasn't looked sharp. I mean, he's, he's thrown some deep balls that look good. He's missed on others, but you know, even against the jets, he's not stepping into throws. He, he's short. He's just off. He doesn't look right, but he's also being attacked because the offensive line is not as good as they were hoping it would be. So they've got to shuffle that around, figure out a way to protect the quarterback and open holes for Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And, you know, I don't know how many touches Jones had yesterday, and I'm, I'm tired of hearing Matt LaFour say, yep, yeah, you know what, you're right, we need to get him more touches. That, that's all fine and good. Well, then give him touches, for God's sake. Find a way to get him the football in space somehow, um, and they just haven't done a good job of that. He's, he's one of the game breakers, one of the true game breakers in the league, and he may be – he is. He's the only game breaker that that offense has. So why wouldn't you give him the ball 20 or 25 times? You know, mm -hmm. I, I, that, that's, I guess that's what bothers me is that we can see it as layman, um, but the coaches and Aaron Rodgers, for whatever reason, aren't giving him the rock when he should be getting the rock all the time. Get, keep giving him the ball. Just get him the ball somehow in space so he can do what he does. And, and we've seen how good he is. He's one of the best in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think Aaron Jones needs more touches. And like I've, I'm trying to state, so nobody calls me out, I don't think the Packers are in a good spot right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if they get to that double-digit win total yeah. Yeah. or not. or Because if, if, if they're the team that they are right now, I don't think they get there. Can they improve? Because that's the thing. Uh, like you with, the, with Aaron Rodgers, I'm holding out – uh, I would be holding out hope if I were a Packer fan that Rodgers and company can figure it out. Right. And if you just take a step back, and I know it's the Jets and the Giants, and maybe they suck at the end of the year, and maybe the Packers are good again at the end of the year. But once again, the combined record of these teams you've lost to is really good. You're, you're right. losing to good teams, which is better than losing to bad teams. So they're, I'm right. trying to twist it as positive as I can, even though it's not looking positive right now. Right. I just don't think you should be bailing quite yet. If they lose at Washington this week, okay, then, then you can I, start bailing. Then you can start bailing. Yeah, <laughs> you, you pull out the buckets and start bailing big time, big time. Jump the ship. Yeah, jump the ship. They and should not lose at Washington. Actually, you know, and then they go to Buffalo. They're going to be four and four, in my opinion, uh, in two weeks. So we'll be in the same spot as as we are now. There, there'll be a five hundred club, and then 
you know, we'll find out, I guess, or, you know, are they better than Dallas? And Dallas has looked good. They're going to get Dak Prescott back here soon. I granted they lost to Philadelphia, but Philly's really playing well. Is that going to continue? They're not going undefeated. There's no way. There's no way. So, uh, again, you know, come back to me. How about, you know, if you want to do another podcast around Thanksgiving or something like that, then we can see where they're at. But I, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it because if you look at the NFC right now, um, besides Philadelphia being undefeated, um, you know, are you scared of anybody else? Are you even scared of the Eagles? I, I, I'm not. So No, at least, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see as the, as the season goes on. And then my last thing, another reason why I don't know if you should be as concerned as you are, just take a deep breath kind of a deal. And I understand it doesn't look good. I totally get that. I want to preface everything I say with that. But there are still other quote unquote good teams this year, like the Cincinnati Bengals, who are also three and three. There are still good teams. Sure. Oh, yeah. uh, Good teams like the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady, who are also three and three. The Rams are three and three. The Packers are three and three. So it's it's not as if they're the only team that uh, had high expectations that are underperforming right now either. I mean, the league's going through a weird shift where the Jets and Giants are good right now. So yeah. I don't know how long that lasts, but also just keep that in mind that that, they're, that the season's long, I guess, yeah. is what I'm trying That's to say. That's great. You should be a, a psychologist. I'm trying to calm everybody down because I was, I was impressed. You know, I'm not a fan of Zach. Well, I mean, he's a serviceable quarterback. Serviceable. And, you know, what do you throw for? 99 yards? You know, I mean, it, it was nothing. Uh, but, you know, Green Bay gave away 10 points on special teams and offensively they couldn't, you know, manufacture really anything so the defense was out there all the time and when the offense keeps coming off the field three and out three and out uh the defense is getting worn down so and that's a touchdown game at the start of the fourth quarter right i mean it's a seven point game and without that special team's mistake that's Mm -hmm. possibly a tied game at that Mm -hmm. point and yeah yeah, i mean i don't know their special teams did not look good against new york Oh my gosh! Block punt, block field goal, the return. You know, Barrios is he—he's quick. He's fun to watch. He's—you know—he's like a Steve Tasker type of guy with the old Bills, right? Yeah. Yes. Do you like yeah. that? Yeah. What are you drinking there, John? I like that reference. Uh, my leftover coffee from my Yeti coffee mug. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. All right, Badgers. I, I know. I don't know how much yeah. you watched. I watched in and out of the game, and especially overtime. Yeah. I, what do you, what how do you view the rest of the season now new head coach some players are now leaving the program how how do you view the badgers the rest yeah, of yeah you know i'm not going to lose any sleep over guys leaving the program i mean uh, logan brown has had plenty of opportunities to to work into the starting lineup and and did because of necessity and wasn't very good and then did something stupid and he's gone yeah. uh deacon hill uh wasn't you know he wasn't a top two quarterback with them you know, Chase Wolf is healthy. He's the fourth. So, um, so you know, and when a coach leaves, uh, a coach who had brought him in or helped bring him in, and and you're thinking you're going to work with him, uh, I'm not surprised by that. And then you look at Marcus Allen. Um, you know, except for the touchdown he had against Northwestern when the game was already decided. Uh, you know, I mean, he was he wasn't in the the top uh, rotation with wide receivers. So. Um, it's, it's easy when a, when a head coach is fired, when a coaching change is made, um, it's, you know, you're allowed to, to move on. If this is not where you want to be, you came here to play for this head coach. He's not there anymore. They left. So I'm not going to, that doesn't bother me. When, when, when Chris McIntosh made the change, I was, um, 
uh, I don't think upset is the word. I was I was surprised. I was uh, shocked. Yeah, um, because I I know Paul. I like Paul. Um, he's he's one of the most genuine people you're going to meet. Uh, a head coach of a major institution um, that uh, is just uh, the salt of the earth. So I I felt for him. And then you see what his buyout was or what it could have been. And I think he's going to be just fine, uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I was, I was surprised. Um, but then, you know, they don't want to lose Jim Leonard. I get it. Right. So it, when they made the move going to Northwestern, that seemed logical to me um, because if they would have lost the Northwestern game, I think you're, wait a minute, there's something really wrong here. Uh, Michigan State, I know they have been struggling, but that's on the road too, and that's you know that's a proud program. And Mel Tucker's done a, a decent job, except for uh, for this year. But um, you know we saw some of the, the the problems that they had. You know their offensive line has has not been very good. So you know Graham Mertz, I don't think it's his fault that they're in the position they're in. Um, but uh, I mean he could be better. There's no question about that. Uh, but you know it, something's missing. And, you know, I'm sure you read the article in The Athletic by Jesse Temple, and I read it, too, a couple of years ago with the departure of the, the entire recruiting staff, basically. Um, I mean, that set them back big time. So they've got to address that issue, um, you know, once this season is done. And I'm sure they're already doing it. They, they know what they need to do. And they have to get back to, to what Wisconsin football is. When Gary Anderson was here, you know, he, he, you know, he complained about this and that and uh, admissions not allowing some kids in that shouldn't have been in anyway, um, but you know he 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 got away from from what the bread and butter, the meat and potatoes of this program is, and that's the line of scrimmage. So you know, and with the injuries that they've had, but just the the um, satisfactory play of the offensive line, uh, they they need to correct that issue. So if they can if they can fortify uh the line of scrimmage then i think we'll see wisconsin back to where it is and i jim leonard i'm sure knows it as well as anybody um you know you're not going to win we saw it with the packers and jets if you're outmanned at the line of scrimmage um more times than not you're you're gonna i mean 99 percent of the time it seems you're gonna lose football games so yeah. they need to get that squared away on both sides for the for the packers certainly and and for the badgers too and even you know, I, and I understand uh, that that offensive line can affect your quarterback, obviously. Mm -hmm. But uh, that overtime with Graham Mertz and he throws it. I didn't even see. I'd have to go look at the replay when he throws to the end zone in overtime, oh. and there are two Spartans there. Yeah, the ball goes between the hands of one, and the other one can't kind of adjust to catch it. Like right. I don't know what was happening there. Well, I but... wondered if he was colorblind uh, at that <laughs> point, right? Uh, and like I said, right? when we when we got started. Uh, I didn't see a lot of it because I was at the Cole Center getting ready for for Wisconsin hockey and and uh, I saw a bit of the first half, uh, but I you know I can't concentrate on those. But you know, but just going through uh, the highlights and the breakdowns and then reading articles and what have you, um, yeah, he was fortunate there because the game could have been lost right there. But then he comes up with a, a real nice throw on a real nice play call by Bobby Ingram, yeah. and you, you're feeling good about things. And um, and who would have thought Braylon Allen would drop the ball? But we saw it with Ron Dane, you know, in, in 1999 at Northwestern. I mean, things like that happen, unfortunately. And, and then Michigan State took advantage of it. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the way they're scheduled, you know, they're going to play Purdue. Um, they, sh they better, they should uh, beat Purdue. And you look at the remaining schedule. I mean, the, the Big Ten West is nothing, nothing special. 
I mean, hell, if Illinois wins the Big Ten West this year, then you know it's nothing special. And, and, and give Brett Bielema all the credit in the world. He's bringing kids in. He's coaching well. He's got, you know, he's, he made changes with his staff after one year, and it's, it's proven to be beneficial. Um, but are you going to tell me if Illinois wins the West that it has a chance in hell that it's going to knock off Ohio State or anybody that comes out of the West going to beat no. the Buckeyes in the Big Ten title? Ain't going to happen. And, no. and even Michigan, for that matter. Let's say Michigan gets and somehow knocks off Ohio State at the end and gets to the Big Ten title game. From the West, it's it's just it's a it's a down year for the West. So. Um, but which that's, it's almost kind of encouraging when you think of it that way, because, okay, um, Wisconsin's, I, I don't know, I don't know if it's that far away, hopefully not, uh, from, from being right back in the thick of things next year. Um, you know, if, and when Jim Leonard is retained as the head coach, um, I, you know, I, like I said, I had, I had confidence in Paul, obviously, uh, Chris McIntosh had lost confidence in him. I have confidence that Jim Leonard, if he's the guy we'll get this program back to where it needs to be sooner or later. Yeah, I do too. And I think that will likely from every, all accounts that that will likely be Leonard's job to retain uh, at the end of the season going into yeah. next year. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know how I, I, I don't see any other direction. I mean, it's, you know, you can, you can have a national search all you want, but uh, this change was made in my opinion, for one reason, Jim Leonard's your next head coach. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hockey, as we wrap things up here with BP, <laughs> Uh, what needs to happen 0-4 for the men's hockey program to turn things around? Can it be done this season still? Win games would be good. Yeah, uh, okay. Win games is important. Uh, write that down. Win games. Scoring goals would be good. <laughs> Wisconsin played its best game of the year. Well, of the year, it's only four games in, but they played their, their best game uh, against St. Cloud in the finale of their home opening series and lost 2-1. Um, you know, they hit the post on a power play otherwise, and early on, like two minutes in, two and a half minutes in. Otherwise, the complexion of that game changes. Um, but, you know, and they, they fired about 28 shots on, on goal, but they also missed the net, you know, 20 times. Uh, you know, shooting is one thing. You know, let's get shots. But shots on goal are important, and this team has been erratic in, in, in that regard. Uh, they played at Ohio State two weeks ago. Um, the Buckeyes are a veteran-laden team and, and took it to them on Friday. Uh, Saturday, Wisconsin was really good for about 35 minutes, up 3 nothing and then took some silly penalties and, and made some mistakes and lost 4-3. Uh, it's still a relatively young team, an experienced team, uh, but nobody cares about that. You know, it's about it's about winning. And so against Ohio State and even St. Cloud in the, the Friday game, they, they left their goaltender out to dry. Um, they need to be better in their own end, um, and they need to put the puck away. So they go to Duluth, uh, then back home to play Penn State to get the Big Ten started again, and then Michigan after that, or Michigan actually travel to Michigan State after that, and then they have four games at home against uh, Long Island, which is only in its second year Division One, and then Lindenwood, which is a a first year Division One program. Um, you know, if personally, I, I said for through the first six games, which is a tough way to start. You go to Ohio State to start the Big Ten. You're home against St. Cloud, which is one of the better programs in the NCHC. And then you play a Duluth program that's won three national titles in the last 10 years. I thought two and four would be, I'd be fine with that. And then build from there as you're, you know, learning what you have. Uh, well, now they got to go to Duluth and win two to get to two and four. 
and then you're home against a Penn State team that seems to be much improved. They, uh, Tony Granado knows knows what's going on. I mean, when when Paul got fired, I think any head coach at the University of Wisconsin realizes, well, if they can fire the football coach who has a record of 40 games over 500 or whatever it was, they they can fire me too if if we don't produce. And and Tony, I'm sure feels uh, the pressure right now, and uh, and they need to win. So. Uh, what what I would personally like to see is go to Duluth and play well. Find you know play well, be in both games, find a way to get one or two, and then all right, you're feeling a little bit better about yourself. They do play 34 regular season games before the playoffs, so an 0-4 start is not great. Obviously, it's mm-hmm. rarely happened in the modern era of Wisconsin hockey. But if they can go up there and play well against a decent team that lost actually twice last weekend at Minnesota State. I think that would okay. All right, we're we're okay. We're okay. Come home and you play Penn State. They get they have six of their next ten at home. So uh, excuse me, six of the next eight at home after that. So uh, you know, I again, I'm I'm a I'm a guy that uh, that likes his his glass or mug half full. Yeah, and so I will continue to to be that way. But you know, like I said, if you come back to me in Thanksgiving and they're they're two and ten, uh, then we have a different conversation. All right, two final things for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, the hockey and the hockey broadcasts, mm-hmm. uh, I see you posted recently uh, <laughs> at the start of the season, and you've got the flag behind you. Is that something that you're setting up at every broadcast, or is there a story of the Ukraine flag? No, that's not Ukraine. That's Sweden. Oh, that's Sweden. I thought that's that was Ukraine. Sweden. So, so oh, that, okay. was in, oh, that was in Columbus, and uh, what what Ohio State's uh, student section does, they have the flags, the, the native flags of the players on their squad. Okay. So they have a couple of Swedish players on their squad. Well, my daughter, Maddie, is playing pro hockey in Sweden right now. Okay. She's playing for Zhugorden. It's a a 10-team league, all based in Sweden. Uh, They're off to a good start. She's playing, playing well. They had a we, uh, my wife and I, Lynn, we, we get up uh, on weekends and it's 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. Central time when they drop the puck and we watch all the games. And so I saw the Swedish flag and I, I, not only sending out a message about, you know, where you can hear the games, mm-hmm. but also knowing that my daughter is going to see the picture. So, uh, and then you see that the hashtag 21, there are a couple of reasons for that. One is, is Rob Andrega, my, my good buddy, but also this is my 21st year uh, calling games on the radio. So I throw oh. that on there. And okay. then you see a hashtag full fart from it. Yeah. Now, um, full fart from it in Swedish or is uh, full speed ahead. That's what it means. So fart means speed. Now, but but when, when we say when we say fart, we can't help but laugh, right? So we went to we went to Sweden in September to see Maddie play her first couple of games, and uh, we took our my son and and our, our daughter as well. And uh, they have a, a a team store, and one of the T-shirts was full fart from it. Well, you know, Ben is you know we're it's. Just, we just laughed. And so he buys a t-shirt. I bought a sweatshirt for a buddy of mine. I mean, yeah. Who walks around with a shirt that says fart on it, you know? <laughs> so it, it, it's an instant, you know, conversation starter for sure. Right. So, um, so that's why I, I, I did that. So, um, I'll, I'll be hashtagging several of my tweets, uh, that way full fart from it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for explaining that. And yeah, I saw the colors and it made me think Ukraine, but that's no, Sweden. No, it's Sweden. It's that's Sweden. Sweden. And yeah. The, yeah. I, I didn't know the hashtag, what the, why it was fart isn't yeah. there. And I giggled yeah. when I first read it. I'm like, what is this? What hashtag? is that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Full I speed ahead, John. Full speed ahead.
I asked Brian. Hey, final thing. Did you yeah. hear our, our boy Mike Keller at the Packers post-game press conference yesterday? Did I hear him at the press conference? I did not. No, I don't have the audio, but apparently I, I uh, when I get in my car, sometimes I have it on sports radio. Sometimes sure. I don't, and I happen to have it on sports radio uh, coming back from these shots today. And I heard that he had asked Aaron Rodgers his belief if this team is um, – in his belief if this team can still be great. Sure. And did you see the response? Roger says probably higher than yours. And that was the answer. Cause I was watching the post game live and I yeah. heard him, I heard somebody mumbling. That was Heller asking the question. I didn't hear it, but I heard probably higher than yours. And then he just kept going. Wow. Did you see that? Do you, do you I, know what I'm talking about? I, I did not. And I'm glad you brought it up though. Uh, because if the question is asked, the questioner uh, obviously doesn't think <laughs> that they're going to be, you know, that they're going to reach the expectations that we all thought. Right. So how, how else is Aaron Rodgers going to respond? The problem in, in radio um, would be it's too short of a cut to use unless you get the full question from Mike Heller, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, no, I that's great. And then, you know what? Heller should be doing that anyway. That's his job. Get involved. Ask some questions. Don't just I sit back there with an extended microphone and just look around like, yo, I'm in the, I'm in the locker room in Green Bay. Heller should Take a work selfie. I got my yeah. microphone. Yeah. No, come on. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he asked that though. That's a, and it was a great response. Good question. Great response. Yeah. Great. No, I don't. So that's just what Rogers to say, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's just what Twitter said. I don't have the exact wording of how he actually asked it, but I did hear Rogers mm -hmm. yesterday say, uh, or on Sunday say, you know, probably higher than yours. And then I put the two together after I heard Heller talk about it today. I thought that yeah. was awesome yeah, because he, he was, Rogers was throwing shade at that reporter who mm -hmm. asked the question. Yeah. And so oh, I yeah. guess that was Heller, I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> I'm wondering how he'll answer Mike Heller's questions from now on. Right. But yeah. I don't think Heller meant it to be. I think he was, because Heller is a Packer fan. So he obviously has great belief, probably, that they're going to win mm -hmm. like every single game from now on, win the Super Bowl. Does but he? does he? I Why would you ask the question otherwise? Um, There's a doubt in his mind when he asked the question. Have I would think he was probably yeah. hoping for a relaxed type of statement or something. Like, what's your belief? Sure. You know, maybe get a great soundbite from Rodgers. That's uh, what he was shooting for, I'm sure. Oh, probably. yeah. And actually, even though it was short, that's a good response. That's a yeah. real good answer. Yeah. Okay. All right, BP. I know you got to run. Thank you so sure. much for jumping on the podcast. I uh, appreciate it and have a great season calling hockey. Full fart from it. <laughs> Full fart from it. Thank you. That is Brian Posick, the voice of Badger men's hockey, drinking out of his Minnesota cup. Um, speaking in Swedish. All right. Uh, just a reminder, this is brought to you, this podcast by me and Julio. Game day specials open seven days a week. Sunday breakfast, nine to one. Go check out me and Julio if you haven't. They've got the $5 classic margaritas as well on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And every game day, it's one of their specials along with the $3 Coors Light Pints. Ian's Pizza, three locations in Madison. Their State Street location is looking for some people to join the front of house team. Guaranteed $16 an hour. Plus, they got the black and blue flank steak making its guest appearance as uh, one of its specialty slices at Ian's Pizza, also locations in Madison. And finally, if you want to enter my contest to win tickets to the college football game in Madison on November 5th, got four tickets and a $50 gift card to me and Julio. Just write your answer on either Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram on the post for this episode and tell me the college that Marissa Mosley coached at before coming to Wisconsin, the coach of the Wisconsin women's basketball team. Answer that. Get all three answers correct. This episode, previous episode, and the future upcoming episode, and you'll be entered in the final drawing. All right. Thanks to Brian Postick, and thank you for 
listening to this, the John Cast podcast. Thank you. Goodbye.